Welcome back to the Bad Taste Video Podcast. This is episode 253. I'm Mike. I'm here with my Hellfire homeboy because he likes Stranger Things just like I do. <laughs> Mr. Grizz, oh, what's going on, dude? I got you, man. I fucking got you. Hook, line, and sinkered me into that one, dude. I set myself up for it. So. Damn, bro. I got you. I got. I don't know. I still don't get. I don't get it, man. Just, just give it a chance. Just give it a fucking chance. I have. I have given it a chance, bro. I watched what most people consider to be like the best season, the first one. Doo doo. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I don't get it, dude. I don't. Okay, so real quick here, as someone who has, you know, indulged in the cannabis lifestyle since I was a very young child, well, not young child, but like since I was like 13, 14 years old, I've never liked cheesy fucking shit that was like related to that, like half baked stupid like you know oh the, the stereotypes yeah you don't want to look like a moron yeah yeah i hate that shit dude and i just how i hate it's like the same level of like uh of of like nostalgia for the sake of being nostalgic and like oh it's so 80s and like oh listen to the synthesizer dude i despise it man like i i cannot buy it. i will not get into a show that i know is a bad show Simply for the fact that it, it it's it's done so well and the effects and it looks just like 1985. I I, I don't care. I, You're not into me. it. You're yeah. just not into it. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I think I'm setting the tone pretty fucking hard for this uh this week, dude. Yeah. But I think we got good things to come. Let's not like I'm not gonna drag it down with negativity just yet. It's not like yet, plenty dude. of time for that. Yeah, let's fucking just wait on the negativity, man. I'm going to hit that intro and let's get into this shit. into a world of darkness and sin what is up uh alan cantation sup goo heads see man That's, is that a thing though yeah man shooting goo we want the goo yeah time to shoot some, time fucking, to shoot some goo, fucking goo dude. wait let's think is there any goo shot in this movie uh, uh unfortunately brain goo i i i don't think there's any true goo in this movie man raspberries it's raspberries i'm like getting it confused with a john uh, sorry jean claude van damme movie that i'm currently in the middle of watching in the other room uh i believe it's called in hell or something it's from like 2003 uh he goes to prison for killing somebody um but like maybe within 15 minutes of the movie like you're in the jail fucking uh shower and you just see fucking dong man hanging dong everywhere 
Yeah. No shit. Yeah, that's a high. John Claude Dong? No, not yet. Not yet. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Two thousand three. He doesn't really need the money. I don't think. I I have no idea his finances. I don't think but it's the money thing for him. It'd probably just be like you know. Look at me. Look I'm at me. Fucking Jean Claude well, Van Damme. You know, like here it is. Ooh, dude, you think he your... names it? You think he names it that? Like that's Hell like yeah. Dude, I was watching would. fucking. Uh, um, Bloodsport last night. I can watch that movie fucking all the time. I used to work with a dude that like every time he would like do something, he it was it was on purpose. <laughs> he was referencing the movie, but he would do like the fucking what's the guy's name? Chong Lee, like the big jacked fucking uh, Bolo Young dude. He's big, and he would do this like. <gasps> <laughs> and i swear to god he would do it every time that he could do it um uh, man that movie is just something else it's just a classic is and i never realized how bad the dubbing is until i oh, just like re- oh, yeah, yeah it's really bad i don't i forrest whitaker too is in that i fucking no, totally see, forgot. Really? I can't, I can't yeah he plays a, he plays like the cop that's over in fucking hong kong trying to track him uh, down with the other like fucking old guy Awesome movie, John man. Claude Van Dong, dude. What are you gonna do? You know, imagine him. Imagine him being the predator, like they like attempted in the beginning. I, that would be horrible. Yeah, I don't think it. No, because like it, 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 it's if it's Van Dong, like he's got to be star. You know, like yeah. he he's doesn't want to be man. top. Build. It'd be like he'd be like he'd take his face off like halfway through, so you could see it's him. He'd be like, yeah. hey, it's, it's fucking me. Give me like, like a, damn. Yeah, put it back out. And yeah. Yeah. Well, he ended up being in one of the um, what the hell's that movie with like all of them, not the Dependables. <laughs> Fucking what the oh, hell is God. that movie? Oh, oh come idea. on, man! Uh, somebody's got to know that in the chat. What's the movie that has like Stallone? Like Schwarzenegger makes like an appearance in one. It has like all the fucking action guys. I think Randy Couture is in it. Fuck, man! Magic the Mike? Expendables. It, Expendables. <laughs> I think the Expendables. I think that's the name. But he's like the bad there guy in one Expendables. of them. Expendables. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. First one was pretty good. Uh, the second one was good. I think. I don't fucking know, man. What do you, I like what everything. Do you, what do you like? Are you, like obviously, I think you know. Universal Soldier, Cyborg. What? Uh, I think that Van Damme has stood the test of time. Of, of like his legacy still, you know, holds up. What, what about the other guy there, Steven Seagal? Nah, he's a How piece we... of shit, dude. He's a fraud. Oh, he's a fraud. You think man. so? Hundred percent okay. fraud. I hear there's aspects of this motherfucker that are complete fraudulent, for sure. But then I hear that there are some things about this dude that he's a legit no, badass. No, he's not. Way. He's a, he's apparently a huge piece of shit, like just in general, like a real like a big piece of shit, dude. Like he was married think, to a, to a woman here. He like went over to Japan or something and like married another woman there, like well, like fucked up stuff. Uh, he apparently. Apparently, like his whole like fucking judo thing or whatever the fuck he's he does. a male witch. <laughs> <laughs> he's apparently it's That's like he's it's all warlock, bullshit. Dude. He's all bullshit, man. He ain't Jean Claude Van Damme was like legit. I I'm fairly certain he was like legit. Where this dude is okay. just kind of a fucking asshole. Okay, so let's go. Okay, we're taking Seagal out of this equation here. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the OG. Do you put Van Damme against Chuck fucking Norris in his prime? He's I'm better. talking like. Norris and Lee fucking action time. Oh, uh, sorry, I got a beard hair in my mouth somehow. Young uh, man with the fucking hairy chest with the fucking now the we talking like a we talking like a shoe uh, fight. Are we talking about shoe fighting or like shoe fighting, bro? Because I know they're both legit. See, now here's the thing. I always I've heard from people that are in you know 
the the martial arts or whatever that like all that shit that is just not like conducive to winning in like a legit fight <laughs> i'm sure it's like now. all that like it's just not made for that like that's not what it's made for i feel like fucking jean-claude van damme was like a fucking he's he was a stud obviously juiced up you know what i mean like legit can fucking kick your fucking head off probably like i don't know I don't know, man. That's a that's a tough one. Both I I don't know. I have no idea. I have no See, idea. I couldn't call it. Wasn't like, but like in like legitimate like tournament fighting and shit. Wasn't like Norris like a a champion. It wasn't just like a movie star. Like the dude was a a legit like karate star first or whatever. I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't fucking know who would win in a fight, like a kickboxer or or a karate guy. Like you yeah, know what I, I mean. I would put Norris in like texas ranger oh, years up oh, against look, that motherfucker look, jvd has competed in kickboxing tournaments so he's okay. legit so now Damn. these dudes here if they're so legit like like okay how would they actually face off against like real badasses of the scenes you know like i don't know man of that especially in that time period like what's that dude's name fucking boss Rootland, dude that oh, motherfucker would just beast, slap bro the, slap the shit out of these people man What's the what's the one guy? Oh, Donnie Yen from like the It oh. Man movies. Like, can he actually kick ass? Like, is that like a real thing? Like, he, I don't know. He, he looks like he could for sure. Yeah, I don't know, that's man. The thing is, it all show or is there no go? Like, it's is it all Ultimate Warrior situation? There's, there's the other dude. Dude's huge. Who's that? Like, um, oh, Michael something. I think his name is. He's like a like a jacked black dude. He's like a karate guy. Oh man, what the hell's his name? He seems like he could fucking beat ass too. He's like in all those uh, like modern Hong Kong type like karate films that come okay. out, martial arts movies. So RVD, Rob, or not Rob Van Dam. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking karate about uh, Jean-Claude. I think he was a karate guy also. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about his stuff. All right. So Jean-Claude, right? Yeah. Versus the Snipes. The fucking Blade himself, Wesley I think, fucking I think Snipes. Wesley Snipes is just a fucking actor, bro. I think, you it's think all, he's a fraud too, yeah. huh? He's yeah. not it. I don't think he ever claimed to be like, you know. I thought he... Uh, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, know, vampires I think he... So. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if I'm making this up, but I think I heard that they he wanted people to call him Blade on the set of Blade. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's pretty That's so awesome, though. That's dude. He's a method actor. He's like, I got dude. If if you you call me Wesley when I'm fucking blade, I'm gonna fucking cut your head off with the samurai done, sword. Like, He's going to CVS with the sword. Weeks and shit. of practice is off the window. Damn man, Damn, he only blade goes rules. at night to fucking. CVS. Can we cover? Can we cover Blade? You said you never saw it, right? I've never seen the Blade movies. All right, dude. we're gonna have to Wait, watch. So. We're gonna have is, to watch Blade. Is is that one like new metal fucking movie? Is that like part of that like Queen of the Damned? Is no, that that's part not of it? Part, that's not part of the Blade oh, oh, franchise. Okay. No, that's like, I remember that one. one. No, 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 no. Blade is fucking awesome, dude. We're gonna watch that. Uh Kiryu right. Gore, no Sound chance. Boss Rutin is the real deal. Dude had a video on how to fuck people up in bar fights. Yeah, that shit was shit. awesome. Him him showing how to like slam people's heads against the fucking table. <laughs> Uh, he was like doing fucking like, oh, you know, you grab the bottle, you break it, you stab him in the eye. It's like all sorts of fucked up shit. Oh, Mike, help me out here, dude. What's that guy's name? Uh, he looked like a fucking cowboy. I want to say his name was Don something. Uh, he had like a big fucking mustache and there's a video of him fighting like this Japanese dude and they are just, oh, are you talking about like, um, oh, 
It wasn't Don Fry. Yeah, Dan Fry. That, Dan Fry. Dan Fry. Dan Fry. Dude, that motherfucker. Like he, he I put him me, at the level of like boss rootin, like just complete badassery. Dude, he reminded me of like you had Dan Severn, and then you had like his like mutated Pokemon form, like his final form. <laughs> yeah, he's like just a, throwing he bombs. Is the final like, form, Dan Severn. Don dude, Fry. Don Fry. There I it thought is. it was Don. Yeah, Don yeah. Fry. Dude, that guy was a beast. I know what fight you're talking about too. That that other dude was a tank, oh. also just fucking bombing each other would kill us would actually punch our heads off dude and there's they're eating the punches and it gets to the point where like both of their knees are just shaking like trying to stay up and just still eat and fucking left and right permanent brain damage from that shit dude i was I like know. man like so much fucking respect for not a boxing oh, yeah, match either brain damage. not a boxing match either ain't using fucking like big ass gloves they're just using the ufc gloves <laughs> damn Oh, yes, he plays the, uh, what's it called? He plays the commander, right? <laughs> really? In Godzilla Final War? Yeah, isn't he like the commander of like the, the squad that is uh, going on, Kiryu? If I remember correctly, he's uh, one of the main dudes, I think. Um, so this week, Grizz, we covered the 2000, what, I'm looking at fucking his uh, stupid ass IMDb now 2001 uh video outlaw release cremains a movie that's an a low budget anthology one that I can't remember if I own or not but uh we watched it anyway um <laughs> he takes quaaludes yeah shit is awesome yeah. <laughs> um this is a low budget anthology I don't know if I own it it's in the wall somewhere I think if you could spot it in the back let me know cuz it's uh it's, it may be. I feel like it ended up in your collection. Yes. I just don't know at this point. So, but yeah. I never watched it, <laughs> even if I do have it. Um, video outlaw movies from the early 2000s are very different than the ones that are from the early to mid 90s, right? Would you say they're <laughs> quite the different breed of animal? Yeah, this was like a, a first time watch for you, right? You, yes. you didn't know what you were getting into. No, no, no. And, you warned uh, me too, which is always an interesting thing. Because generally when you warn me, I'm like, okay, good. I'm going to like this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's interesting because this was probably the first time I was genuinely concerned. I was like, man, I really don't know if Mike is going to be psyched about this movie, if he's going to have positive things to say about it. I, I really thought this might have been the the week that I broke you finally of your your 100 for 100 Man. streak of, of can never of break me dude movies. can never it's break me bro this movie's fucking awesome I don't give a fuck, nice. man. Nice. I'm so I mad it. that I never fucking watched this. Uh, I also think we may break the Twitch record for saying the word fuck. Uh, <laughs> good thing we we're not really monetized in any, <laughs> any yeah, certain way. So, never, I don't think it can happen with the way we yeah. talk. Dude. I mean, fucking we had sailors. A, we had to go through all the clips this week, and I'm like, Grizz, we cannot show any fucking nipple in this and there's a lot there's a lot in the movie like, surprisingly for a fucking low budget movie like this i was shocked but i'm like dude we gotta make sure that we don't get our channel banned we can't we just can't I at mean, this point 80 percent of the kills in this movie feature boobies in one way or another i mean and there's even scenes that don't have kills in them that feature boobies in one way or another. It, it's truly a boobathon for this movie. And like you said, for for a video outlaw of 2001, you're not getting 
video outlaw 1996 1995 you're not getting getting goblin you're getting something quite different but you got to remember man at dawn they sleep as a video outlaw from this time and that movie is fucking incredible no yeah and honestly this has this is like reminiscent of that in ways there's like aspects of this movie that kind of remind me of that but it's its own creature man i love i'm such a sucker for anthologies right so Mm -hmm. anytime we get that I'm, i'm i'm super psyched on it i think it has a unique build around story like how'd you feel about this the uh wraparound the wraparound's fucking yeah, awesome man i love it. i think that. it's such a unique idea dude like why don't, why don't you lay the people give these guys a little bit of idea of like what the anthology is based on all right so the whole thing is which you kind of get an idea from the beginning it's not really like that ambiguous if you've ever seen a fucking movie in your life um you have this dude he was a fucking mortician at a funeral home and he's being asked questions by these unknown beings it's just like a bright light he's in a fucking black room and basically the whole thing was he commingled cremains from multiple people and it caused a bunch of shit to happen um something that's fucking i mean i could say about it is i've been to the crematories before i went to school for mortuary science i've been there i've seen it i've seen the fucking private ones i've seen the public ones um they do not mix people's shit there's there's no way really that is like a big no-no because like and people are dude like the the smallest mistake that you can make or whatever people will sue the fuck out of you for pain and suffering dude people are fucking crazy and all it takes is for somebody to see something or like somebody from like the fucking uh you know the uh licensing agency or whatever like you know there's there's people that oversee everything so so in my head when i'm when i'm like thinking about this idea i'm like i don't know maybe because i've seen too many like 80s horror movies that have like crematoriums Uh and shit and it's just like I'm just thinking there's no way like the people are fully cleaning out like every bit of ash. Oh, no, you're not. Obviously, obviously, you're not going to get every bit. But what I think they're talking about in this movie is putting two bodies in at the same time. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it. I, I just feel like tomato tomato you know nah, like you can't you do get it, man. a little bit a lot it. of it it's it's kind of you know what the, you know what the whole know. thing is too like um so here's more shit because i worked at a catholic cemetery also so i know all this, this is stuff. awesome this is why i wanted to ask you yeah, this shit yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah. you actually have first that um, knowledge so like eventually the the catholic church said that it was okay to get cremated they were against it for a long time but eventually it became very expensive to get buried um the space became limited so they said okay it's cool but everything has to be kept together can't can't spread the ashes or whatever because they oh, believe, really apparently the whole thing is that like at the resurrection if you see my face uh (laughs) if you're not together like you're fucked you know what i mean like everything has to be together so i think they have like that whole thing where like you have to play by the rules in case some you know god forbid somebody fucking walks in that's not supposed to be there because you know people just fucking disregard you know keep out signs and all that shit um father jenkins on his lunch break yeah. comes strolling through and yeah yeah and i can tell you this <laughs> man bodies. i can tell you this it's fucking expensive either way so like they yeah. ain't cheaping out yeah it, it, they're all run, they all run on natural gas and stuff it's not like they're fucking coaxing the fucking fire and stuff and they got the bellows going Nah, it all runs I on natural it was gas. like a jet engine right it just kind of like fucking, uh, fucking it looks like a it looks like a giant it looks like a giant pizza oven 
Like oh, it looks yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah, and it has like a hatch and all that shit, and like it has like a fucking grate and all that stuff. It's fucking so like if we if we got one that was new, right? Uh-huh. Like, can we cook a log pizza in it? Like, would it work? Yeah. You think? Fuck yeah, cook anything in yeah. there, dude. You can cook the fucking should, biggest oh, pizza yeah. you can ever make. I like to make one. like body shaped pizzas and like sell it out of like a yeah. like a mortuary pizzeria. Like Dude, here we that, go. Imagine. Oh, that's a, such a cool idea. That's what I'm saying. Like here's your body pizza. You, Damn, what do you want? A little man. pepperoni eyes? I got you. Um so Chris, how do you want to do this, man? Do you want to go like story by story or do you want to kind of just yeah, I think talk that's about it? Probably a, let's yeah, let's let's do it that way. Let's just give them a little bit of each story. Okay. All right. So we got a couple uh a couple I guess tales uh, coming from the funeral director. They're all, I guess, vaguely connected. Really, only the last one is directly connected to the wraparound. Everybody yeah. else is just supposed to be, I guess, people that he um, <laughs> cremated and commingled the ashes and all that shit. Stories um, he heard through the job of the towns around him. Yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah. Know, so folklore. So uh, let's see. The first one is about a woman that is. Where are they going to the dad's house, right? Yeah, so I guess like the mom got sick, which is okay. This this guy is like hilarious looking too because it legitimately looks like fucking like Jim Barney. I like thought it looked like one fucking, of his. I thought it was David Cronenberg for a second. It does, yeah. It looks like Jim Barney dressed up like David Cronenberg. Is what yeah, it fucking yeah, looks like, like David Cronenberg from fucking what's it called? From uh, dude, it's what, hilarious. What the hell's the fuck? I can't, dude. I can't think of fucking anything now, man. Oh, what the fuck's a, what the fuck? It's one of your favorite movies, I think. Nightbreed? Nightbreed. When he's in the yeah, fucking the coat. Yeah, when he's yeah. in the coat and everything. Decker, right? David Cronenberg is hot. You're damn right, Jen. Yeah. Uh, I, bet, I would see like Cronenberg hang dong. I bet it's huge. Tall, wow. skinny guy like that. They're known for it, dude. Known for it. <laughs> fucking, uh, where are we going? I got confused. Oh, yeah. So like they're going, their mom is sick, whatever, and she's meeting the dad, and they got to like drive from this town to this new house that they got, and she's got to follow him because she don't know the fucking way. But like, there's like a little bit of like, you know, foreshadowing, where it's like, oh, the mom was all worried about this superstition of this town nearby Wyndham. called Wyndham. Yeah. And like, Barry every Wyndham. time there's a blue moon, which just happens to be tonight. What is it? Two full like, moons or something? That's what a blue a moon is. Is when there's two full moons in a month. So like, there, that's the fucking blue moon right now yep. and shit. And there's gonna be a sacrifice supposedly to like keep this curse. This ancient curse from the town fucking at bay or whatever. It's all hee-haw, hoo-ha. They don't really care. But they'll soon find out that they should care because, yeah. like, this lady gets lost, ends up in fucking Wyndham. She gets the scarlet letter on her hand or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. It looks like the fucking Avon fucking symbol from the beyond. I I thought this was such a cool fucking concept. I like this. I, I'm like a sucker for these, like, stories of, like, a town that's got a curse or it's got to like especially things it's where like, like a secret like a like a town wide yeah yeah secret. yeah dude and then there's like a, a group effort of like we're going to collectively kill this person for the betterment of everybody right yeah. i love that kind of story i think that's like a wild like take on like human psyche and shit small so like town that america, got me into the it. fear of small town america yeah, it can fucking happen right you know what i'm saying it's weird uh, as shit man i live around places like that now <laughs> i know i grew up in a place like that <laughs> so like the fucking uh, but this whole thing is really cool and like she ends up getting caught in this town she calls the dad the dad's like surrounded by the town people already like look we got your fucking daughter she's the chosen one and the dad's just like look honey 
You're Sorry. the chosen one. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, like in on that's it. Fucking awesome, dude. Dude, what a what a story. This whole movie, every story is really good. It may not get, I guess, like to home plate. You know what I mean? But I like that. I like that analogy. Yeah. But yeah. every story is really good, and this one is really good, also. So, like you said, she ends up having this fucking thing on her hand. And it's like, okay, like they caught her at like a checkpoint, which I love the checkpoints. It's like just a bunch of like random fucking guys standing there with like a car in the street, which that's exactly, one road in one dude, road out of town. That's how like the, that's how the, uh, the reservation was by where I used to live, like where I used to go to buy like cartons of cigarettes, shit, bro. Oh, yeah. Like they would have like a dude posted up and shit. It was fucked up, man. No, uh, apparently like two people or something like recently fucking went missing there. Like, no bueno. Like, it's always the folklore from where I grew up, because I no, grew up on Oh, no. And shit. A- ain't no fucking mystical being taking these people. Like, <laughs> it was like, you know, <laughs> one of those types of things. Not exactly the best fucking area, apparently. Um, especially now that, like, um, weed is legal in New York. Apparently, it's like a hot spot to go get shit. Like, you could go there to, like, you buy. You got to pay taxes on the reservations. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Cheaper, probably. Cheaper than, uh, you know, just like cigarettes. Sure. Wild. But uh, you got this woman who gets caught, and they're like, okay, we're going to have to fucking kill her. Sorry. But you think it's going to be something, like, really super brutal, right? Yeah, I thought it was going to be, too. It's not. It's not. So what ends up happening is this woman, like, wakes up, I guess, tied to a tree, and they have, like, somebody's pet snake wrapped around there so this is david cronenberg ernest dressed as david cronenberg for <laughs> sure he's like in front of the oj bronco <laughs> somebody's pet and it's like breaking her neck now here's here's what i mean about it like not making it to home play i are i already know dude uh, it like should be far more fucked up than it is in most places. Like it should go like one more step forward with the gore, one more step forward with the violence because the stories are so good and the setups are so good, but there's really like that payoff isn't there. It's okay. I think the movie's still great, but it's not like so something too. it's not like something like Chillers. Where, like, there's always that extra thing in there where it makes it like, oh, damn, that's fucked up. And it and it's it's kind of like, it's like the fucking foreplay of fucking, like, anthologies, dude. It, it, like, it just teases you a little fucking bit and it never finishes, you know? You never go all the fucking way with the story. It never, yeah. like gives you what you think it, it's a fucking video outlaw you're like this yeah. is gonna be this is gonna be some well, wild well, shit yeah look at like fucking from dawn they sleep that people are just getting shot the fuck up like immediately when the movie starts yeah. you know what i mean like it's wild stuff it has nudity if you have that shit why not just go the next step with that with like the gore and the violence also because they obviously aren't afraid to do it as you'll see in one of these upcoming clips that it's yeah. not like they were really trying to make it like oh you know we don't want to show too much blood we don't want to show guts or anything like that but I, I don't know man that's well, look, the only I mean, kind of gripe I have a great example of that though is in the beginning we do have a clip there that we could show of 
uh like the first thing before we even get to the the guy like the the mortician dude is we see like this girl in like a bondage thing like she's completely naked she's got a git mask on she's completely tied up in like these bondage stuff and this like serial killer dude basically finishes her off and it's like a pretty fucking hardcore way yeah very fulci-esque uh finishing i see love that mask look in the top left corner you have like the uh did he look the little uh the credits and like at one point it says like bondage gear supplied by ray's bondage barn or some shit oh in camera effect oh oh brutal oh too hot for twitch baby there's some boobies in that scene (laughs) yeah we couldn't show you the nudity sorry uh yeah so like they do have shit like that that's right in the beginning of the movie so why didn't they do that throughout the whole thing right like what the fuck or like why why and like that's the thing too is because that's the first like literally the first scene of this film as i I see this so i'm like okay this is really setting it up for me like i'm really gonna get into this that's a great way to if they're going here in the beginning it's only gonna get more intense from this point and it really does take majority of the film before i get something that's it's similar and in, in like you know that type of, of gore and stuff like that but like you said just because it doesn't take me to those places doesn't mean that the fucking stories and everything about it is one of the fucking best build-ups to some of these things i've ever dude our second story this psychologically is one of the most fucked up after you watched it you even messaged me and you were like Dude, story number two. What the fuck, man? All right. So uh, story number two, you have this kid. Well, first you see some cops, right? Who like walk in on like a dead body in a chair, right? And uh, you kind of get the backstory of what happened. You have this dude that's basically like practicing, I guess you could say, for something. And you don't know what it is until a little bit later on in the segment. And uh, it's it's pretty fucked up because you got this kid, I guess you would say he's like, what, high school age, maybe? Yeah, like teenager for sure. Maybe 18, 19, could be a little younger, could be a little older. It's a little ambiguous there, but he's definitely like in that like angsty teen. He's a gothic kid kind of dressed in that kind of thing. So he kind of like is already like playing into this young depressed kind of like stereotype his friend didn't pick him up who was supposed to and shit and like so it's all this weird thing and he ends up catching a ride with this dude and it's like this like the 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 interaction in the car was like i was glued to it dude i don't know why it's not like the most like enthralling thing, but like well what it is is that you hear the guy that's driving like one of our main the older guy i guess you could say you hear him saying lines that he was practicing in the car before. So immediately you're kind of like, well, like what the fuck? Like he's saying like, Oh, I don't normally pick people up like this. And he was practicing saying that before in the car with different like inflections and stuff. And eventually he fucking injects this kid or teenager or whatever with like a, a drug. And it's fucked up because you see him like put a needle in an arm and like inject something, which like normally Knocked you don't see. Yeah. But I feel like that's also like a video outlaw thing. I feel like maybe that's we've yeah, seen that before. Is. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of twisted because this kid is now fucking tied up in a chair. And this fucking dude is like explaining why he's there how he got there because the kid's like i know your voice it's familiar 
And like we get like a whole uh, a little explanation, which is great because, you know, most time, most of the time in these low budget movies, things just happen. They don't. You know what I mean? It's like there's no no explaining why you're supposed to try to infer, I guess. If you were to basically line this, okay, the room that the guy is tied up in, if you were to line it with VHS tapes, it would look just like the room that we're in right now. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's the exact same vibe. The same lava lamp is that's a fucking identical. Is yep, it the sorry, fucking side? Yep. Ooh, it's right, it's, it's pretty much Mike's room that this is set in. This so is we'll a give you an idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, as you're going to see, this is pretty fucked up. So that's our uh, looks like Ernie Keg stand back in uh, the early nineties. <laughs> Suicide helpline. My name is Frank. We got you, EK. <laughs> so this guy is playing a tape of a phone call from this kid. From a suicide helpline, he the I, oh, bro, dude, the idea of a, a serial killer oh. who works for the suicide helpline and then tracks the people down and fucking kills them is the wildest fucking yeah. story. I, I when he fucking drops that line, I'm like, holy fuck, dude! Like that is so fucked heavy. up, man. Like he's helping you commit suicide and he eventually puts a bag over his head which is like a yeah. fucked up way to fucking kill somebody but uh man this is a dark dark segment and like this is what you're kind of getting at too though where it's like this is such a fucking dark idea this is like such a a fucking epic build to this reveal that if you were to take this scene to that next level yeah the bag over the head is is like they don't really get too graphic with it. You kind of get like an in inside of the bag POV. Just, just, just you know? shove a knife in or something. Dude, if they went to that like next level where this dude's like brutally fucking killing the people, like make a whole fucking movie out of that. Like sign me up. Fucking That's I'm there idea. all day, dude. What a nasty fucking idea. It's so mean spirited. Oh, I live for that shit, dude. I, that's such a good idea. All of the, mo- all of the stories in this end on a downer let me just put it like that except the last one the last one doesn't oh yeah i guess you're right there i mean the last one is is probably like my least favorite honestly but we have one more to get to before we get there oh craig or ted bundy worked at a suicide hotline but did he kill the people he spoke to because that would be that's fuck that would be next and it's and it's wild in this one because like he has like Polaroids of them and shit like that. So he's like kind of like, like stalking, stalking them, them beforehand, yeah. like getting pictures and shit. Like, dude, it's it's such a crazy fucking build. It's a wild ride. It's 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 one of those things where it's like taking me right to that fucking peak. It's just not getting over it to like that like point of like the splatter, you know, that splatter effect We're I want in this some. kind of movie. We're coming up it's, to some. It's building um, to it. You know what? Let's give everybody an example of one of the uh like the wraparound scenes, what that's like. I believe we have one, right? I think we have one here. Um, let's see. Hit it, Maestro. You're deciding my fate. We have already decided. Oh. Wait, wait a minute. So now this is actually the what end. Is 
But this is like the whole idea. Like it's almost like a weird, I, I don't know. Like the wraparound is only this guy just like talking and it's just voices like this, just narrating over it. But it's, it's yeah, it's like a pretty wild fucking thing. That's also it's, pretty it's, accurate to a crematorium. It's a, it's a it's also a great concept because like it, it shows that like our wraparound story, this guy being questioned is, is like basically like purgatory or something similar like He's that. We're like, like judged, right? Judged. Yeah. For like his sins in life or whatever, but it's like already predetermined and shit. And like, it, and like the fact that they like put him in a fucking incinerator and like burn him. It's just a, it's a great, yeah. A reveal at the end because you don't know if he's being questioned by the fbi like what the yeah like what what is the whole deal here and then almost, to find out that he's actually dead and being judged it's just yeah. like it's a nice you know cherry on almost top. a tales from the hood type ending right where they, where they like kind of just end up in like the fiery pits of hell at the end of the fucking uh anthology it, it's like this is kind of almost like that you said that like a a, a really mean-spirited tales from the crypt yeah. You know, because it doesn't, because Tales from the Crypt never really can take it as far as like I'd like it to go either. Whereas this just doesn't do it budgetarily, I feel, or just like because they don't have the ability to in some aspect, I guess. But that's not really, I mean, they do in some ways, but yeah. Well, even I, I like, mean, I don't know. This next um, story that we're going to talk about, the next segment, is very Tales from the Crypt esque, I would say. This is something the that you would see. vampire one? Yeah, this is the one that you would yeah. see on late night HBO fucking Tales from the Crypt, right? So, you want to give a little rundown of this one? So, from what I take away from this one, we have like this chick who's like reading a book that's about like this vampire, like this lady vampire thing. And like she's convinced that like she's having these dreams about the vampire that it's a real thing that's going on it's his it's her sister i believe in the book i think well i think the vampire is supposed to be the sister isn't it like she keeps saying i keep seeing my sister or something like that see i was confused because actually she went to the author and the author was like oh no the book i'm writing it's all fictional like none of it's oh well the book the book i think is a separate thing she's seeing like her dreams but it's the same thing that she's reading in the book like she's you know what I'm saying? Like what's happening to the woman in the book is happening to her. But like she's seeing, I believe her dead sister. Cause like if that, that's even a little creepier because like, well, that's why the, I was kind of like, what the fuck with some of the shit that goes on in this. Yeah. There's like a, a very sexy vampire scene where like the, the sister, if we're going to call her that, which makes us a little creepy now, uh, is, is sensually, biting the uh the main character on the neck in her sleep you know like basically fulfilling the uh the nightmares she was having sister on sister weird i i, I it may not be but i think i caught something <laughs> hey, you said it, bro. Just, i i don't know i don't know <laughs> just kind of like that i just shit my pants look though very careful there's no no nip no nip there no nip there <laughs> But Thank like you, this, bad taste video logo. But like, there's like no real like gore or anything like that. It's just like a late Sensual. night. Yeah, it's just Cinemax. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a stupid Skinemax fucking thing. This is obviously like I think the worst of all of them. This is like the most boring. And yet again, I'm gonna bring it up. Um, Chillers has probably one of the best vampire 
low-budget anthology segments that I've ever seen in my life. I think that's the best one. The one with, like, yeah. the news guy shows up at the fucking woman's house, turns her into a vampire, makes her feel like shit. Tell her, like, no, you're right. gonna die. You're not gonna be a vampire. Like, I like I just needed you to fucking whatever. She thinks she kills him, but there he is on another, like, fucking broadcast somewhere as she's dying in the hospital. Like, so, downer. Fucked up. This one, just not as, not as strong. I don't know. No, no. But you brought it up, so I got I gotta ask, dude. When you were a kid, you ever get busted watching the uh taxi cab confessions or something no, like that? We didn't on we the didn't, HBO or we didn't really have like channels like that that we would have been able to like see it. Yeah. I know no family computers that you fucking destroyed. Nothing? Nah, bro. I was I was good at that shit, man. I knew I was like a fucking prodigy with that. I was already learning to do basic fucking <laughs> you covered your tracks or yeah, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, you went through puberty analog. You were just fucking hoarding <laughs> magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we used to, we, <laughs> we found like our, our like buddy's dad's like porno stash. Like, and it's is, like, but it. like, what are you going to do? You're fucking sitting there in a room full of like fucking guys. Like you're going to start like beating off there in front of everyone. Oh, I mean, maybe if you, uh, I don't know. But like, it was just <laughs> like, Dude. it was different time. <laughs> my my i was like i had to be like 13 or 14 my mom got web tv and it was like like one of the new things where like you had like a little fucking like modem thing on your tv that you could like search the web on and shit like that and i was young i didn't know anything about this shit and i was like searching boobs and stuff on there and i didn't realize <laughs> it like saved everything that i was fucking you're searching fucked, man. like you're my fucked. mom the next day was like what the fuck is all of this like what was fucking on here last yeah. night <laughs> uh, back when i lived in new york when i was very young the public access channel on i believe saturday night the hog can back me up on this he also witnessed this he lived in another town over he lived in beth page i lived in a neighboring village and uh like midnight or 1 a.m after all the fucking public access shows went off you get the fucking thing of the, it looked like a fucking 80s like like camera guy in a fucking tv station with his headphone doing three, two, one roll it and all they did was play like porno trailers for like hours and like <laughs> glued to that shit bro. and like no joke like it wasn't it wasn't censored at all like oh full <laughs> full nudity and shit like it was unbelievable and this was a fucking public access channel that if you oh, just I had a it. fucking antenna you could watch it was unreal figuring that out at like that special age That's in a child's just a jackpot life. at that age. <laughs> that was like, and like everyone you know, nobody believed me. Dad. Nobody believed me. And then finally, like I when I met Jerry and I met the hog, I'm like, dude, do you Hog's like, I know this? about it, bro. He knew about it right away. He's like, oh my God. Oh my God. And it, I was like, oh, thank God. Great. Fucking validated. It was real. It was real. It. Um, but it. this movie has like a, no, well, this movie, this segment has like a weird, like, part where there's like a pillow fight, right? Or it's like, not a pillow fight, but like the that's feathers. In the, this is in like the, uh, yeah, this is like, this is our fourth segment, actually. Oh, that's this in the fourth? Is, I thought that was in this one. No, it's the cremator or the cremator, whatever, cremain. I can't even say this Cream. bad, guys. The cream, <laughs> cremander, cremainer, the cremander, that's cremander. It, the cremander. 
Yeah. <laughs> I am the crop green man. Okay, All so right. let's get to the last one. Let's get to the last one. Um, we have the wraparound segment, and they're talking about how, like, there was, like, actual, like, horrible consequences to one of the co-minglings of the, the bodies during cremation. So what ends up happening is this woman has a um, deceased child, and she brings um, these cremains or whatnot or gives them to this voodoo priestess, this witch or whatever that she helped out like a while back. She's like, I could bring her back. I know how to do it. I can do it. Give me the shit. So she brings the fucking cremains back to her fucking house. And uh, do we have a... Let me tell you. We got a a, uh, a little clip of that, Rich. This witch is is just mm, my level of trashiness, dude. Oh, I, I couldn't get enough of this shit, dude. <laughs> she looks like anybody that you'll see at like a fucking 2023 metal show. Uh, Sign me up. Yeah, so this is her um, so good. summoning the best scene in the movie. Thinking, thinking that she's getting a child back, but uh, she's summoning something else while fucking this wonderful... Early two thousand metals play it. <laughs> it's got a good sound. This, this is what I was saying last like a couple years last week where I was like, dude, metal needs to be more incorporated in like horror movie soundtracks. It sets such a fucking mood, man. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That looks like ugh, man, that looks like a morbid angel fucking music video or something. Music video, right? yeah, it does. <laughs> That's great. So she thinks she's summoning this child, but in fact she summons the cremainder, not to be uh confused with Charmander or uh <laughs> or Homelander. The cremainder. Yeah. yeah. Um it's it's actually a fucking awesome freddy krueger-esque without the glove type killer right yeah he's like this just like weird ash monstrosity it's like it's he's, he's like dick tracy but like burnt to death yeah and he goes on like an absolute fucking rampage on in this town right but the funny thing is like he's this like supernatural being but he has to steal a car from somebody and he uses a knife just to kill people, which I thought was lame. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. But this is probably the best uh, gore sequence in the whole creme de la fucking creme. movie. Yeah. Right. This and this it. looks some, like something straight out of a fucking uh, Olaf Hittenbach movie, right? Yeah. This could be 90s video outlaw right here for sure. Oh, you, you know what's going to happen here, boys. Yeah, boys. of course. This guy's fucking dead. Uh, also, great carnival footage. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Smash oh. his fucking head on the ground. And we oh, get that great goo. fucking There goo. it is. Is that goo? goo? Is that goo? I'll count it, man. Shooting goo it's out of his fucking goo. head. Brain goo. That's yeah. a good band name. Brain goo. Brain goo. Damn, that, that is good. Dude. That's I a like good. That. That's good. You know, I think there needs to be like, uh, when it comes to showing me the goo, there should mm-hmm. be like, we need to make a goo chart of like, gooer hierarchy. You know, like, what is the, like, to me, I feel green. A good green goo is going to be <laughs> pretty high on the list of like, what is a no. good goo? White goo, you bro. Know, off white, white, oh, bro, off-white with a little goo. bit of pink swirling in it. Oh, Ooh, man, that is that is the cream of the crop 
when it comes to goo, dude. That's like the pustule fucking like disease. Real goo. milky. It's oh, like dude. green to it, maybe. I don't, I don't know. There, that's that's yeah, the I like that. That's the fucking goo, yeah, you, man. Dude, you nailed it. You're you Shoot are you. a goo aficionado. Let me tell you, boy. <laughs> they, don't some, let anybody tell you different. Some may call me a goo guru. A goo guru. Or uh, just uh, a guru for sure. Damn. Can we? Hey, if you're a listener to this podcast, do you want to be called a guru? Because that's pretty good. You could, you know, whatever. (laughs) But this dude basically goes on a rampage uh, through the town, just killing everybody. Right. And uh, it's, it's a pretty wild sequence because it's almost like Halloween esque. Right, like where he's just very slashery, right? Yeah, he's just like walking through, killing these random people that don't really have anything to do with anything. um, Oh, like this blonde chick who had like the oh yeah, she was she was well endowed in the frontal area of her chest, and uh, she was taking a hot bath. That was that was a cool scene. And then she like you know, burnt Dick Tracy comes in all fucked up (laughs) with his like X-ray vision, seeing all black and white, and she takes off running. But she grabs the pillow, they get in the pillow fight, and she gets stabbed. It's a it's a fucking not to mention, like this music. This music, <laughs> this music screams Kegstan, bro. Even with <laughs> even the music, the fucking the the music, this ministry is cool, bro. I fucking dig it. Listen to fucking laser graves. They just did a thing on uh, on the cure. No, not the cure. I'm fucking thinking of fucking other shit. Best <laughs> mode. Best mode. Yeah. yeah, the press mode. <laughs> no, not the press mode. <laughs> Uplifting. So this is the Freddy Krueger motherfucker trying to uh, stab her, and it's very Nightmare uh, Nightmare on Elm Street esque, where like you see the feathers of the pillow going everywhere. I guess they're fucking rich because they got down pillows. That's pretty fucking. Where where I stopped this scene. It is nothing but stabbing in the chest. Like Can't I couldn't even it. censor sorry. it because it would just be a good four or five seconds yeah, of just sorry. black screens. It's fucking that. brutal. But uh, eventually, she goes up to the attic and uh, somehow doesn't realize that the key to this uh, gun safe that they have, this little lockbox, the key is fucking taped to the bottom of it. That's not really a good place for this it, is- but. This is what I. This is why I was saying I don't like this fourth cremator, cremander fucking story. Uh-huh. Is that the the rest of them have such a good cohesive build to them? I know who all the players are. That it makes perfect sense. This last one is so scattered, right? Yeah, it's like, not. It's, it's it would have been better if it had. Sorry, this Fosters, this giant yeah, it's Australian for me. <laughs> burp, um, but. This last one, I feel like, is the only one that doesn't have the downer ending, and it really should have. Like, they yeah, went it, so it, far with that suicide helpline thing, and, like, you can't go equally as far with this one with, like, kind of a fucked up setup. Like, it's pretty fucking, pretty fucked up, pretty twisted, like, how this thing we've came had, about. Like, yeah, we had, like, great kills in this story with, like, the head being driven over, the the boobs being stabbed. And for this to be like the climax of it, where like the initial mom who gave the kid or the ashes or whatever is like gonna sh- gonna get the gun out of this, it's just kind of it's yeah, okay. She, she blows his brains out, so I guess he's not yeah. that supernatural. She blows it. Yeah. Well, and that's that, right? That's the uh, that's the end of that story, and that's the end of our little. Uh, I guess what would you call him? He's not really like a crypt keeper, but he's our narrator of sorts. Yeah, the, uh, the the cremator. Yep, and as you saw in the the scene before, he's uh, doomed 
to the crematory himself, a.k.a. Hell. Um, fucking pretty awesome, man. I got to say, it, it may not have the gore that we wanted, but it's still strong enough where I say fucking buy the tape. It's cheap. Yeah. Right. The DVD is super cheap. DVD super cheap. Looks fucking good. Right. Good scan for a DVD. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, is there a Blu-ray out of this? No, I and I don't think there probably will. No, never. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't, I don't see it happening. Not it for going. like this let's, era of video outlaw stuff. Yeah, let's push this. Let's get this back into the limelight. I mean, I would love like for demon lust or like stuff like that to get a fucking demon sex, demon lust. Yeah, that's fucking, a, remember, remember, remember when we used to buy those off of Amazon for like nothing? For like nine bucks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those were the days. Brand new, fucking opening up. Ooh, still smells like 1998 and very good. <laughs> but uh, I really think that this is a fun movie. Um, I think this is something that, I guess because it came out in 2001, the artwork of the cover is kind of shit. Uh, I think people kind of dismiss it. And, oh, Kiryu Gore, I was only able to find used DVDs on eBay. Um, I don't know. Is it out of print? Is this OOP? I mean, probably. I God, can't imagine they're fucking know. making more of them. Who the fuck knows? It, I, just it's know that it's, I just know it's not that expensive, right? It's, it's Dude, a rather cheap tape, I think. Even if you like, you're like search Google image search fucking stills from this movie, there's like none. <laughs> you can't find yeah. shit. Like it's. Yeah, you got to go get it. You got to go get it. But maybe if you if you harass somebody, maybe J.R. Bookwalter can uh, figure out a way to get this back. (laughs) Did he did he have anything to do with that with that video outlaw? Yeah, right. He was still connected to all that shit. I have no idea. I feel like it went a completely different direction. So I feel like it had different ownership. To be honest with you, like from the Killer B. Like that era was just different yeah. than what you know the early shit was. Well, when they started like re like re releasing shit and stuff, they did do a lot of good stuff that like wasn't originally like a Tempe video thing or anything like that. Like they yeah. did Zombie Doom, which was fucking what's it called Zombie Ninety. Like that's fucking cool. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Hell's Bells is fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, that might have been a Shakarama actually. Yeah, I so said it's a Shakarama release, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think maybe also Zombie Doom was too. <laughs> well, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. But, Grizz, I think it's time to head over to the wide world of metal. And, uh, man, we got a fucking pretty good album this week. What do we yeah, have? I you would like this one, dude. This week, uh, since this band, which is Torture Rack, is going to be coming out with a new album uh, in the next, I believe, month or two here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, anticipation of that they re-released their first full-length barbaric persecution originally released in 2015 this is the re-released version they just put out uh, about a month ago so it is sound dude i gotta tell you this is everything i want in a fucking death metal uh this sounds to me like just like kind of like you know mid 90s or like late 90s autopsy type fucking death metal yeah you know just just fucking chainsaw running the whole fucking time dude yeah (laughs) i i can't get enough of this kind of shit man yeah i i really i'm kind of surprised that it came out when it did that it's like rather recent in like the grand scheme of things because it does sound like it's from like the early 90s to me like this is something that you would hear on a cassette somewhere and uh just the the like the production value and I'm not, I'm not saying that in a bad way i'm saying that like in a good way like it has that like that je ne sais quoi 
true to sound like the, the period that like yeah. they're going for. It's, yeah. It's very like, accurate. You know what you're getting immediately with the fucking intro. Fucking awesome. Right? Like it's got all like the torture oh. sounds in the background and all that shit. Tar and, swells and dude, I, yeah. I live for that shit. And this 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 album is only what? Uh let's see, thirty one minutes, eleven songs, including the intro. It's fucking it's it moves, dude. It fucking moves. Um every song is listenable because it's not fucking a six minute yeah. epic <laughs> that I really don't need to hear. Um, the thing is fucking awesome. Um, the, the song I have to look, cause this is the first time I listened to it was because you were like, Hey man, I think you're really going to fucking like this. And guess what? I did. Um, I knew you would. I mean, I got it. I got it down. No. The song apocalyptic wrath of the undead. What a song. Did name. I, oh, dude, the song names are fucking amazing. And trail intruder chamber of morbidity. Like that's just perfect. Fucking death Coven metal. Crusher. Fire, man. That's a coffin crush. No, so co- we're gonna put you a clip here. What's that? <laughs> Coven Crusher. That's why. That's like awesome oh. to me. That's a good band name, dude. And and the, the clip we're about to play you here is from the song "Open Casket Funeral Puker." <laughs> that fucking name is just absolutely a, a, a piece of, uh, of of Renaissance, you know, esque artwork Art. in my opinion. <laughs> it, it, that well done. Um, but it just kind of showcases this clip I took from it. Kind of gives you a little bit of like. The, the the sound of the guitars on their own and what they're kind of do with their riff structure mm-hmm. and a little bit of the vocal range that the guy puts on it. Great riff. People as fuck. Doubles. Drummer rushes this shit. Alan Cantation, uh, Coven Crusher got the sickest breakdown at the end. Yeah, dude, this shit fucking rules. This album's heavy as fuck. Um, this is definitely going in the rotation from now on. Like, this shit's awesome. It's really good. I can't wait for the new album. I have no idea what it's called. You just told me that it's a fucking, uh, there's a new album coming out. And I'm excited to see. I like this stuff, man. It's 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 awesome, too, because like this has got, you know, featuring two members of another one of my like current bands that i've been super into recently called witch vomit if you're in like the death metal <laughs> scene and shit you you know about witch vomit they fucking crush very kind of similar thing but it, this is a little bit more raw and like old school compared to like what witch vomit does that's a little bit more like hook driven than it is like what this has going on um this in itself is just it's just fucking mean spirited brutal fucking metal dude like take no fucking prisoners there's no frilly no floofiness it's just like the the vocal mix is perfectly with everything that's going on um and and like i was saying before during the riff there like the drum is are fucking awesome the dude pulls out all the old school tricks there's great gravity blast uh there's just you know really solid doubles there's traditional like punk driven d beat stuff in part of it like that and feel the mutilation that song like the whole second half of that is very like just straight cool d beat drumming where i'm like man like this is what it's all fucking about man i would love to hear what this band does in the in the near future with this album i, I feel like it's gonna crush man i agree check it out <laughs> torture rack barbaric persecution available on itunes available on spotify right uh also it was on youtube i believe 
Um, buy the merch, buy the albums, support your local music, support smaller bands, right? We, we can't all be Megadeth and Metallica. Unfortunately, <laughs> right. I, I I currently live for fucking mega death memes. <laughs> it's the fucking you're killing best, me. Dude. You're gonna you're gonna ruin my fucking. I know because like everyone in our group chat is like such hardcore mega death fans. That's the best. <sighs> God damn, fucking wieners. So Grizz, I think that just about wraps it up. Um, rest in peace, superstar Billy Graham. Ah, uh, dude, right? I want to talk about. It. Damn, if you like wrestling nowadays? You would all to well, not all, but. A lot of what's going on now to the to the one and only Billy Graham. I wonder if they're Lex Luger fans. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, Chris, up, motherfucker. where could they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video. And you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please subscribe, follow to our Twitch, twitch.tv slash badtastevideo. Next week, we yes, will we be news. going Tuesday night. At 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, we know we out. have a lot of we have a lot of people that watch AEW wrestling on Wednesday nights, and that coincides with that. So, you know, probably not the best time to be doing that uh, right in the middle of of uh, a main wrestling weeknight. So, we're gonna try yeah. Tuesday night, and uh, hopefully, that relieves a little bit of everybody's uh, schedule and stress. We got something a little special for fucking next Tuesday night. Oh yeah, to kick yeah. off. To kick off our new Tuesday night round off here, uh, we are going to be bringing you one of my personal favorite movies that I watched. Maybe a newer once movie. A we're, d- we're going new. We're going newer. Newer. It's newer. Newer. Yeah. A couple years after this one, actually. We are doing the Broken Lizard movie fucking Club Dread, baby. Let's fucking go. This movie's going to be fucking awesome to do live, man. Finally. Finally. So, uh, this is probably streaming in multiple places. I'm not even going to look because uh, I think everybody, we, we own it, so it don't matter. Um, this one, I'm really excited to do. I love Broken Lizard movies. Um, we normally don't do stuff at in this like time period, especially a movie that's like a comedy and like way more comedy than horror. But we feel that this is going to be... Um, a, a pretty awesome one. If you've never seen it, watch it. If you like Super Troopers, Lord, if you like Beer Fest, it. if you like the Slammin' Salmon, uh, another underrated movie. But it, um, at the heart of it, it, it's a fucking pretty solid slasher whodunit fucking movie, yes. too. So, yes. Dude, Bill Paxton for the win all fucking day. Yes. It's, it, it's going to be hard to restrain the clip pulling. In this fucking movie, dude. There's so many great scenes. To, to, yeah. It's going to be a good time. I'm fucking pumped. So that's going to be next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Twitch.tv slash bad taste video. Come join us. If you haven't uh, come to the chat yet, it's a great time. Um, we're, we're coming up on episode 260 soon. And I feel like we should f- do maybe another special thing. Right. Okay. I think maybe we'll do another giveaway. I Ooh. think I think we could do that. Uh, a couple more episodes. We'll set it up. We'll do like last time. Right. We'll do something good. Um, and I, I'm still working on getting us a good movie to watch on the weekend. Um, do you guys want to watch like a public domain movie? Like, is that something you guys even give a fuck about? Or like, do you want us to try to get something that's like a little bit more substantial, I guess? So this is the deal. If we watch a public domain movie... I I refuse to do it unless we call it Saturday night's lame event. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> if you guys are in on Saturday night's lame event where we can fucking hang out and watch some really bad fucking public access yeah. horror, yeah, we're in. Yeah, we'll just watch, you know, all that bullshit from the fucking 50s and all that stuff. We could do some Night of the Living Dead action. Um, if you guys are into that, if you just want to hang out, we'll see how many beers I can drink before the movie's over. Yeah. Right? We'll see how many fucking how many sure. bong rips fucking Grizz could do. I think, uh, I think know. you know, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Uh, but other than that, um, Grizz, I think that's that's about it, right? Hell yeah. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for coming in the chat. Yep. You guys uh, rule. Join us next Tuesday night, 9 p.m., right here, same time, different day, but same place. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, twitch.tv slash video. Fuck yeah. We'll see you next week with Club Dread. <laughs>